0: What's going on guys, welcome back to another client success interview. Today we have Sarah Herrera on the line and Sarah was a student that joined our program last year and when she first started with us, she was working, I would say slaving away at a gym and really didn't see how to escape and over the course of six months, we eventually cut one string at a time, one limiting belief at a time until eventually she was able to go full time and now she's, you know, one year later making up to 10 grand a month, she's rewarding herself, living the life that she's always dreamed. So Sarah, welcome Why don't you give everybody a quick little update on, you know, where you're at in life, what it looks like today, and then we'll go from there.
1: Well, thank you for the warm welcome and thank you for having me. I can't believe it's been almost a year. I mean, I joined the program At the end of March of 2022, I launched my business at the end of May of 2022. And since then, I mean, the start was very difficult. I'm not going to lie. There were moments where I questioned whether or not this was going to work for me. But the stars started to align. I was working really hard and I've been able to build up my clientele. It's been rewarding to see that... I'm my own boss. I don't have to answer to anybody. And today, uh, well, last month, I had my biggest month yet. I was just under 10K, so almost there. So that's the goal this month, maybe even pass it. But yeah, it's been great just being my own boss, having more time for myself, servicing more people and not living that hectic gym lifestyle where you're like fighting tooth and nail and you're working tirelessly crazy hours and not having any time for yourself or for your family.
0: Yeah. I actually remember about like a month ago, you were saying that you were going to take your first vacation in however long and (laughs) you took your work with you. What, What was that like?
1: Yeah, it was nice. I went to Florida and it was great to unplug and it is a really good feeling to literally be able to work anywhere. Like to pick up, go fly out, or take a drive. Have your laptop with you and still be able to do what you need to do in your business, but have fun as well. So that was a really rewarding feeling. There had been times in previous jobs that I had in full-time jobs where I was going to conferences and stuff, but it wasn't the same. I couldn't really let loose and enjoy myself because you were ultimately there to work. And this time around, it was just, it was nice. It was so different.
0: I love it. I love it. I know you were talking about, you know, how it was difficult for you in the beginning to get the business started, but I want to talk about that for a second. But before that, let's back up a. little bit. How did you even become, you know, get into the fitness industry? What was your experience like? Because I know you've been in the in the game for quite some time, but this is your first time getting to online coaching. So why don't you bring us up to the point of PTBI? Okay,
1: well, that's a long time ago. (laughs) <laughs> um, so I actually didn't go to school for anything fitness related. So I graduated college in 2011. I got a full ride scholarship to Texas A&M International University, and I was a journalism major. So like, I've always loved writing. My dream job was to like move to New York, live the city real life and just be this awesome, famous writer. And it didn't happen. I got pregnant when I was 20. So I stayed here in Laredo, Texas, but I always had a passion for fitness. So after I graduated, you know, I decided that I didn't really want want to go the journalism route, because honestly, there wasn't a lot of money in that field. And my first job in the fitness industry was actually working at Curbs for Women. Wow, I don't even think it's that's open anymore, but it was a circuit training gym, very small, just for women. I was there for a year, but I wanted more. So after I had my son, I started working as a personal trainer and group fitness coach at Crutch Fitness. So I was there for about a year. I had around 25 to 30 clients from all different fitness levels, all different ages, and I really liked my experience there, but I wanted to continue to grow. So after that, I started working at the recreation center at the university here in Laredo, and I was there for four years. So from 2012 to 2016, and I loved it there. I did a combination of also personal training and group fitness classes. But then after 2016, I had a better opportunity come up. I helped open up the first ever Orange Theory Fitness here in Laredo, Texas. So I was doing everything from construction of the building to hiring everybody that was going to be working at the facility to coaching, to payroll, to social media, to managing. And I really loved it. I literally coached thousands and thousands of people. But it was one of those industries and one of those places where you were working like a slave. Orange Theories are open 364 days a year. So I spent Thanksgivings there, Christmases, Christmas Eves, you know, and I lost a lot of time with my son. So, pandemic ended up hitting. I was there for almost five years. Once the pandemic hit, they laid me off. So that was unfortunate. But after that happened, I saw a position open for basically the same thing I was doing at OTF, but for a local gym called Botify. I was there for two years from June of 2020 to July of 2022. And same thing as OTF, I helped build it from the ground up. It was in a construction phase. I was a manager there. I was personal training. I was also doing group fitness classes. So in the beginning, of course, the employer made it seem like I was going to have a healthy work-life balance. I can my own hours blah 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 didn't happen it was a repeat of otf and i knew that i owed it to myself to finally venture out on my own and actually be able to reach more people in the fitness space without feeling that burnt out feeling all the time and that's when i met ptbi that's when i met you and ryan and best decision i've ever made hands down
0: beautiful So, when did you discover online coaching? Because you've been in the fitness space for quite some time and you've been in the in person fitness space for quite some time it's really hard i feel like for people who have the in-person mentality to make that shift in online coaching so how did you discover it at what point was it like okay i need to do this and then at what point were you like okay fuck it i need to do this
1: yeah that's a good question so i discovered it probably around the time that the pandemic hit that's when i saw that so many places not only local gyms but just people you know individuals were going in the online space and i thought to myself it's the middle of the pandemic you know, these people cannot be making enough money to support themselves. Like they're probably not even getting that many clients. But then I started following other influencers and I'm like, Okay, these people are making money. Crushing, like, yeah. Like, they're fucking crushing it. Like, they're probably making more money than, you know, big box gyms. There has to be a way for me to do this. And, you know, at the very beginning when I found PTBI and I was doing the modules and all that, and you and I had a conversation earlier, you know, before I decided to give in my two weeks notice, like, we had a heart to heart and it wasn't ideal. You know, I left my full time income and I kind of went out on a limb not having matched that income with any clients yet. But I knew in order to go into this a hundred percent, I needed to devote all of my time and energy to it. And I couldn't do that while still working a full time job and being hired. And that's when I really took that that jump.
0: Yeah. Just for context here with Sarah's story, there was a point where She was making kind of progress in her business enough to where she could believe it could happen. But there was a point in which she had to leave the security of her job, take the risk on her business before before it ever caught up. And it's not easy taking a risk when you have, you know, a family to support. But what was incredible is that your husband was super supportive. You believed in yourself and it paid off in a big way. So let's, let's talk about the hard start that we were talking about earlier that I wanted to touch on. You know, what was hard for you in the beginning when it came to getting the business started? Because I know I had a slow start. So what was that like?
1: I think in the beginning, I was doing a lot of comparing to how good of a salesperson I was in the in-person realm versus how different it was to sell online. So, you know, I was closing paid in fulls left and right in person. I was, you know, selling 20 to 30 memberships a month. And I thought, you know, this is going to be cake for me. I have all this experience. I've been in the fitness industry for 12 years. Like there's no way that I'm not going to hit 10K in in my first month launching this business. But it was so different. It was very different. And also because I was from the outside looking in, I thought, well, I'm going to reach a lot of locals, but I was forgetting that this could be anybody. I could have clients in Africa if I wanted to. So I needed to get out of that mentality of I'm only going to close people in Laredo, Texas. And that's when I started getting clients from other places and just growing my audience more to not only trying to satisfy the Laredo market, but just venture out and spread my weight.
0: Wow. I think that's a really interesting thing because I always tell people, young people who just get their certification, like, oh, I want to build up in-person experience before getting online because I feel like it's going to, you know, help me get ready. I'm like, it really doesn't. Not It doesn't like it kind of <laughs> does, but it doesn't transfer over like working for for a gym is not going to teach you how to build a business and it's not going to teach you the skills on how to be an entrepreneur. So that's really interesting that you, you touch on that point. But also really cool to hear that you kind of had a mindset shift about reaching other people. So you and your business, have you been able to reach people outside of Laredo, Texas? Are you working with people who, you know, you're like, how did you even find me? How did this even come into my lap?
1: Yeah, absolutely. The majority of my clients are not from Laredo. Like I have clients in San Antonio, Texas, and Corpus, in Encina, which is like a ranch town where there is nothing. I have clients in Georgia and I do have some locals in Laredo, but I have ventured out and I've been able to reach other
0: markets, which is great. I love it. I love it. You know, how does your family feel about having you home? You probably, you know, got more time to yourself. So you're probably a lot you know, happier, you spend more time with them. So what's it been like shifting from working in person for someone else to working for yourself? How's your home life changed?
1: It's been so rewarding and having more time for my son. I'm a good mother. I'm, I'm a good mother. But I've always been very hard on myself all these years working for different gyms and making rich people richer and using that time with my son that I always felt like a bad mom. You know, I felt like he doesn't see enough of me. And I'm always so tired that even if I want to take him somewhere, I have no energy to do it and it's been nice to be able to actually be able to drive them to school be able to pick him up from school and not put him on a bus. Be able to have movie nights with him and take in places. And like, it's just a feeling that's unmatched. You know, I've always been, I'm not introverted by any means because you can't really be an introvert in this industry, but I've always kind of been a homebody. Like I don't go anywhere unless it's the gym. So being able to be home and like work in bed if I want to, or work here in my office or work in the kitchen and be in pajamas, like the best thing ever.
0: Sometimes I'll, I'll catch myself on a Tuesday afternoon, it's like one o'clock and me and Megan are are in bed either reading or on her laptop and I'll just have a moment I'm like this is kind of crazy like this isn't like the most baller life but like this is nice there was a question that I wanted to ask oh it was just touching on the point that like you know when I first started into successfully making money online for myself I felt really guilty and for some reason I was like I should be doing something because you realize that you can make a lot of money you can have help a lot of people and you can have free time for yourself so when you're like in the afternoon you're like oh shit I got nothing to do but like business is going great, content's going great, everything's going great. I feel like that's how life shouldn't be, that you're stressed out. You shouldn't be always having to do something. So I'm glad that you're able to experience it. Next question for you, what's next? What's what's the goal for this year? The
1: goal for this year is to go to takeover.
0: <laughs> Love that.
1: I've had my call with Ryan and I'm at 22 clients. I have sales calls the rest of the week. So my goal is to try to get to 25, if possible to 30. I did close 10 sales last month. So I was at 100% conversion. Wow. So it is possible that I can hit 30 clients this month. And I told Ryan, once I hit 30, I'm going takeover take over because I want to free up my time. I want to get an AC. I want to get a VA and I want to get to those 20 and 30K months.
0: I love it. God, I, had just a, I had a great question on the tip of my tongue. And obviously when you're getting started with PTBI, everyone wants to succeed. But deep down in your heart of hearts, did you ever think it was possible?
1: I did because I know my work ethic. And, you know, it's funny because you mentioned earlier that there are times during the day when you're like, I have nothing to do, but the kind of person I am is that I always find something to do. It's hard for me to unplug. I think I've gotten better at it, but I think that,
0: can you repeat your question again? Yeah. Deep down, did you see yourself hitting the 10K months, working with 22 clients, having more clients on the way, scaling a business with an AC? I
1: did think that I would get there I was a little, you know, frustrated in the beginning that it didn't happen as quickly for me as it had for other students. And then I realized I was comparing my journey to other people. And it's just different. You know, you can't everybody's market is different. You know, so I did think it was possible. I just didn't think that it was going to happen literally from one month to the next. You know, it didn't happen right away in the beginning, but then all of a sudden, for the end of the year, like around the holidays, that's when it really started to kick off. And I was hitting 7K months and 8K months in a time where most people don't want to join a program because they're spending money on presents and stuff. So that's really when I said to myself, I can do this. There's going to be times where I'm having to work a lot, like 21 days straight, taking sales calls Saturdays and Sundays. but that's what it took to get to where I am and I wouldn't trade it for the world.
0: Yeah, I love that. And I I really love the fact that you're willing to work on the weekends. That's... Oh, yeah. For me, the way that I see it is I look at life as like a big, long weekend. Instead of taking two days off every single week, I'd rather work for four weeks straight every single day and then take a week off. Or... You know, take like maybe four days off. I also like working too, so it's not a big deal. But sweet. So what advice would you give to someone who, you know, is getting started either with PTBI or just with online coaching? You know, they're looking over the edge and they're feeling nervous. What what advice would you give?
1: Well, the first thing that I would say is to be quite honest, it's not easy. I think that in the grand scheme of things, people who don't work from home or who don't work remotely think, oh, working from home must be super easy and chill. And it's not. You do have to be willing to put in the hours, you have to be willing to pick yourself back up when you have those hard months. Because if you've been in the fitness industry, you know that there are good seasons and there are bad seasons. You know that there's highs and there's lows. So being able to push through that and not get lazy. That is the biggest thing when you are your own boss and when you work from home, you can never afford to get lazy in your business if you want to see continual growth. So setting a schedule that you know that is doable for you, obviously still having a healthy work life balance, but also going going out and asking for support. I've seen a lot of people try to do this on their own. That's why I'm so glad that I invested in PTBI because even though I had all this experience in person, I'm kind of like My ideas are all over the place. So where do I even begin? Had I not done this with you all, I probably most likely wouldn't be where I am today. You know, so investing in mentors and different coaching programs that are going to help you build a solid business so you can actually, you know, get a return on investment.
0: I love that. I, I really love the fact that you said that it's not easy. And then also talking about the hard money. Months because I always tell people that like what knocks people out in business is not because it's physically demanding. It's the emotional up and ups and downs that people can't hang with. Entrepreneurship is a roller coaster. You know, you're gonna hit a paid in full one day and feel on top of the world. And then you're gonna get a refund or dispute <laughs> the next day and yeah. feel everything crumbling down. And when I was first getting started with business, I seriously, I kid you not, I had to get therapy for leveling out my emotions through the ups and downs because one week I'd be high, the next week I'd be low. Now what happens? if I get a pain in full, I'm like, cool. If I get a refund, I'm like, cool. Like just yeah. neutral. So I'm really happy that you pointed that out. But Sarah, this has been amazing. I really appreciate you hopping on and sharing you know, your story and your experience. Um, where can people find you online if they want to give you a follow? On Instagram at Coach Sarah Fitness. Awesome. Sarah, thank you so much. Thank you.